Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watch deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know. On with the show. Cocktail Molotov. <laughs> As we're recording in the news is that a private military company called the Wagner Group, who was hired by the Russian government, Putin's government, as part of the invasion of Ukraine, they apparently have changed their objectives of their own free will and are headed to Moscow. So, once again, we prove prophetic. Yeah, prescient. Prescient. Uh, what? I said prescient. Prescient. What? Yeah. Pres- Whatever that means. Precognate? Yeah. Precog? Uh... We killed podcast. William Hurt. There we go. Prescient podcast is what I was trying to say. Yeah. I just couldn't remember what we called this thing. <laughs> we do every Oh, week. yeah. Let's go on the Hudson. Yep. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Become a patron. All that stuff. Um, hey, patrons get. <laughs> yeah. They get. They get it a day early. They get a day early. They get the lobby. Yeah. You, as a patron, also get exclusive basically episodes. whatever the yeah. fuck else we throw yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh, the unmentionables haven't been that regular lately, but... No complaints. <laughs> yeah, no one's... <laughs> unclear if anybody ever listens to those, but... All kinds of bonus material that maybe no one wants. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I want to, you know, like we did an end of year live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of season live stream last year, which was fun f- for us and the two people that participated. Mm-hmm. Um, so we look forward to talking to you, Randall and Bunny, again <laughs> in December. <laughs> yeah. I want to, you know, again, this is no promises, but I, I want to put together a playlist of Mm-hmm. Highlights from soundtracks from the season. Yeah. Right. Really inspired by the Long Good Friday. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And that, like our, on our live stream last year, didn't we do, we weren't we like, let's talk about our like our top 10 from the year? Maybe. Yeah. Something and like then that. we did that in the first like five minutes Ten and minutes. we were like, fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk for an hour. <laughs> I mean, I mean, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, you can join Patreon for as little yes. as one dollar a month. Yeah. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. We are barely scraping by, so anything <laughs> helps. Yeah, we are poor, unfortunate souls. Um. Thank you to those of you who already are. Yeah. Who already, yeah, and who our, already are patronized. Yeah, <laughs> and to our patrons, we say thank you and good luck. Um, Moscow on the Obrigado. <laughs> I say Niawe. 
which means thank you and, sure, and sure. shiny. Sure, sure. Mine's a little more, uh, what do you call it? Uh, cool. Niche. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> you're welcome, genocide. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Um, but yeah, what'd you think? It was not at all what I was expecting. I was expecting, I, I was thinking about this. I was, uh, 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 brother. I woke up this morning and I was thinking about like, this is gonna sound like a dig on Robin Williams, and it's it's not. I, it's more of a dig on the expectation of a shtick that came from him. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where his like you know his sort of brand of comedy became like stream of consciousness sort of thing, yeah. where he would just like start saying yeah. shit. And this movie doesn't do any of that because this was yeah. like before he was really what we uh, turn what we learned to expect from him. And then, so it was like, it was interesting to see like an action, like he's just acting in this. Right. There's not, I mean, yeah, he, he does that in stuff like insomnia and one hour photo. And like, there's plenty of movies where he just acts. Jack. For sure. Uh, that's one I of them. I bringing up Jack. I know I've do. never seen it. <laughs> it's such a great film. You know, I don't think, I've probably seen parts of it, but I don't think I've ever seen Awakenings. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. I've seen Awakenings m- multiple times. I'd be down to watch it for the, it's yeah. very sad. It's a I very definitely sad have, movie. I know. I definitely have images of it, so I've probably seen it on TV or something. Yeah. Um, he definitely, like, what, once mid-80s? I feel like yeah. that was the first one, maybe, but he did the, it was just, he was doing those weird string of biopics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking... Fucking Patch Adams. Fucking. I love bringing that up. Yeah. I mean, we can't not. I know. <laughs> Hashtag save the geese. Um, Kiss a goose. Oh, fucking crazy. In the middle of. In the middle of a pandemic. Summer 2020. <laughs> and all the protests after George Floyd. Anyway. No, it's good. It's good. It's chill. I Anyway, um, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't what I was expecting at all. Yeah, I definitely was not, it was not as cringy as I expected. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, it was like a movie. It was just a movie. And that was. Yeah. Well, and it turns out it's written, directed by Paul Mazursky. Yeah. Who didn't direct all that many Mm -hmm. films. Mm -hmm. Uh. But the, his next film after this was Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Don't be mad. Enraged. That it, that really tracks. Yeah, unfortunately, that, uh, that seems to be the beginning of him having a... He worked with Richard Dreyfuss, it seems like, a few more times. So Fucking Richard Dreyfuss. The next movie after that was... Uh, or no, maybe not right after Beverly Hills, but... In a movie called Moon Over Parador, mm. which is one of those, I think it's got Dreyfus in it, but it's like, oh, Caribbean dictator. And Rich, I think it's one of those, like, Dreyfus looks just like this dictator, so, <laughs> and he died, so you're gonna. Oh, God. Anyway. Richard Dreyfus, known most recently for complaining that you can't play other races in movies anymore and he in under that guideline he'll never be able to play Othello which is really fucking annoying to which people said you wouldn't have played him anyway you're never gonna get that opportunity anyway you old fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was yeah he said like something like one of the most famous like portrayals of Othello was played by like or like one of the last portrayals of Othello was like by a what I don't know whatever yeah who cares and it's not true and also who cares like yeah it whatever um also like I I think I told you about it someone presented like they were like actually Patrick Stewart was the last time to play Othello as 
as a white person. But what he did was he wanted to play Othello and he didn't want to do anything like he didn't want to like do blackface or anything like that. Sure. So he just like sort of didn't do anything. the Kate, the like the whole cast was black except for him. Oh, nice. so, and they were like, you know, maybe that wouldn't even fly today. They were like, but that's, he did it like in right. the nineties, like, and that's, you know, he wanted to. And so he did, and that's how he did it. And he didn't like complain or bitch or do anything. Like he just made it to where, it wasn't, you know, I think, I don't necessarily think that doing stuff like that is like as subversive as people act like it is, but I do find it really interesting. Like I do enjoy when like characters are not like the way that they're portrayed in like books or the original. I really enjoy that no matter what, like that was something that I really enjoyed about, uh, Boz Lerman's Romeo and Juliet is that like, I had a feeling that's where you're going. No, I know, but I really (laughs) did like, like, you know, like John Leguizamo and oh my God, uh, Harold Perrineau. I don't know how to say his last name because it looks French. So I just want to not pronounce any of the, Consonants, consonants yeah. <laughs> it's, a solid, yeah. It's, a, it's a solid, yeah, <laughs> approach. Um, so, um, uh. yeah, exactly. Harold Allen. <laughs> um, oh, you mean the sparkling water? Yeah, right. <laughs> I hope that's how you say his last name. Um, but yeah, like, and I feel like it was just not, you know, I, I don't know. And I like um, the 90s. Cinderella was it was with Brandy. Oh, unfamiliar. Yeah. Uh, I never really saw it, but it infamously has Whoopi Goldberg and Victor Garber playing the parents, like the king and queen to the prince who is Asian. Oh yeah, yeah and like yeah, there's yeah, no right. it. I love shit like that because I'm like, yeah, it actually doesn't matter. Like that's not. And there's and there's no explanation. There's no like this is why it's nothing like that. It's just they're his, they're he's their kid. That's I was yes, they're right, his kid. Right. I was like, nope, that's not right. <laughs> Pronouns are hard. <laughs> um. Anyway, I forget that that's Cinderella. Yeah, but it's so you know. But also, I was never aware of that until recently. Yeah. I I knew about it, but I'd never seen it as a kid because I think it was one of those that was like on Disney, I mean, the Disney Channel. We can go so back never... to at least The Wiz, you know? The Wiz. What's that? The Wiz? The oh, 70s. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. I was like, I know I know what that is. Why can't I think of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that. But yeah, like, I don't know. I just think it's like, I feel like when people complain, like, I mean, I feel, I feel like Richard Dreyfus made the, a good point in that his point was when people complain about that shit, it's always just self-centered. Like if someone's like, oh, you you know, oh, this character is black all of a sudden. And I'm like, oh, is it because you saw yourself as that character and you can't uh-huh. do that? And that's what that's all it is. It's like I, right. I wanted to imagine that I could be this. Right. And it's like, well, you still can't imagine that, you dumbass. Yeah. But we have now opened it up to other people also doing that. You fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. I just can't. Im- yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, Richard Dreyfuss. Annoying. And not in Moscow on the Hudson. Think. Uh, there Probably is. Probably would have watched it if it had. I mean, watching. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did we watch? Oh, Beverly Hills and uh, Silent Fall. That's enough. I've learned. No, I really want to watch. Um... Mr. Oh. Holland's old penis. No. The one with Rosie O'Donnell and fuck. It's like stakeout or like another stakeout or something. Oh, is that what it is? Fuck. Yeah, really stakeout movies. Yeah. I want to watch those. Okay. Who's the co star? Emilio Estevez. Mm-hmm. I think. It's I, kind of amazing we haven't right? seen. I know. Or Charlie Sheen. I know. Have yeah. we? I don't think so. I, I know it's not going to be... We haven't watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so nope. What? Charlie Sheen is in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Where? <laughs> He's like the drug addict or whatever that is hitting on his oh, sister. Oh, foreshadowing. Yeah, I know. 
that's hitting on his sister in like the police station or whatever when she's oh, like wow. in there for five minutes. Okay. Yeah. He, I don't even know if he has any speaking lines. He's just like, but yeah. Any hoozle doozle. Uh, let's do quick synopsis, I guess. Moscow on the Hudson is a movie about. Not a book report. Is a, That's a quick synopsis. Shut the fuck. I never went to school, so I don't know the difference. So. Elevator pitch. <laughs> it's about a guy played by Robin Williams who pl- ha- works with a bear and plays the saxophone. And his friend who Wait, which of them dresses like a clown. Don't interrupt me. You said to be short. I, you didn't say to be thorough. I, it was ambiguous. I was just trying to clarify. I don't need to clarify. I'm, I'm being... You, his friend is a clown who wants to defect from Ireland or wherever they're at. Yeah, Ireland. The middle, middle of Russia. Ireland, Russia, whatever. What? Why? Because I think it's funny. (laughs) And so they come to the Times Square and Robin Williams tries to buy a pair of pants and he can't afford it. So he defects instead. And uh, then he rubs genitals with an Italian girl who gets mad because he wants to touch her chocha in front of her uncle and then they break up and get back together because she says I don't want to get married yet and that's the movie any notes Keith (laughs) no perfect (sighs) (laughs) turns out both Cisco and Ebert enjoyed this film that's not surprising. That it's surprising, surprising to me that they agreed. It's not surprising to me because I think it has something for both of them. For mm. Ebert, it has a white guy who is struggling and getting somewhere. And he's like, yes, this is my jam. And for uh, Siskel, it's got titties. Yeah. So, Oh, God, we really are like each. them, aren't we? <laughs> no, we're both like Siskel. One for we me, just, one for them. We, yeah. We're both Siskel. Yeah. <laughs> we both want the titties. Man, I swear to God, testosterone really shifted some. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you just want to fuck dudes all the time now. No, right? it's just like the second testosterone started affecting me, I was like, titties? <laughs> and welcome to my <laughs> wife. Titties? Huh? Titties? Somebody's. Somebody slap these. Okay. I'll accept it. Uh, bath scene did not disappoint as far as Yeah, no, nudity. there was so much. Yeah, I I will say I'd like to, I, I'm RIP, but I'd like to critique Robin Williams' technique of playing with nipples. Like, Lord, bro. I got to say, I felt like. He was just like. I, I couldn't tell if he was trying to like subtly cover them up. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. cause like she was like. I don't know. I thought like maybe maybe she was like they'd had a conversation and she said like she didn't you know she hated how nude she was in the scene so he was like trying to like playfully like cover her up uh, so she but he kept just grabbing at him so I was like no I don't think that's what's happening. I know that plus I <laughs> I almost felt like he was really yeah kind of taking advantage yeah. every time he was in contact with any female yeah 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 co actor yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got his head up her dress in the in Bloomies in the yeah. beginning. I don't know, man. <laughs> Some of it just felt real. Yeah, you're really doing more than you need to. Man, I'm just gonna say if your technique, if you've watched Moscow on the Hudson, and you're like the way Robin Williams touches her titties in the bath, that must work. So I'm gonna start doing that. Don't do that. No one wants their titties touched like that. I mean, that's where I learned my technique, obviously. <laughs> so. But I guess that's why you won't take baths with me anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just thinking the whole time how uncomfortable that the whole scene. I was like, this looks so uncomfortable. She's like, help me study. I, and I'm I like, know. come on. I know. 
No, none of this is. I mean, was there even water in the tub? There was. There was water in the tub. I. I it was, the tub was like half full. Yeah. You know, with both of them in it, which means which means it was, means it was like, an inch of water. Yeah. And <laughs> they and it was just her tits and his hair. Well, yeah. Because he was naked. It does. Yeah. <laughs> You have beautiful lamb chops. And I never told you that. <laughs> yes. I remember the first time I saw Fisher King in that scene when they're like in Central Park. Naked. Yeah. And he's dancing around. I'm like, he is really just. <sighs> Made of hair. Yeah. He's the missing link, basically. <laughs> he really. I don't know. Creationists. Yeah. I don't know how you argue against evolution. <laughs> Here's what's amazing, though. People will get grossed out because, like, a woman or someone they perceive as a woman doesn't shave her legs. And you, like, can hardly... You can't even see that shit from a distance. But someone like Robin Williams exists, and everyone's like, yeah, that's just how some men are. And you're like, okay. Wait, hold on. Are you suggesting some kind of weird... I'm just saying it's weird. I'm just saying, haven't you ever noticed? I, I don't know. I'm not making a point. I'm not being political. I wouldn't. Robert Klein over here. <laughs> With observational comedy. Can I have the rabbit and the lettuce? <laughs> Give Lenny the rabbit. <laughs> and the lettuce. The only reason he's named Len is so they can make that <laughs> fucking of mice and men reference. I don't Come know. Because they, they, name, they name him in season one and that's from season two. So, so I don't know. Yeah, but. You know those right. Anyway. Kudos to them never kudos to them never mentioning him again after that episode. I mean, his character never coming back at all. Is he gonna be like this? Because I feel bad. Yeah. (laughs) If you haven't noticed, we're talking about And Nikolai gets killed and uh Prime Minister of Italy. Just all of Mallory's mm-hmm. old flames. Yeah. Uh, Rip Riley. He doesn't die. Well, his eye does. <laughs> anyway, this is not an Archer recap pod. Well, it might as well be. <laughs> it's a recap. It's an Archer recap for seasons one through... Four. Yeah. At best, five. Yeah. Sometimes we fall asleep and Archer Vice plays. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so. What do I want to say about it? Yeah, I wasn't. It didn't. Yeah, it wasn't as. It wasn't pre- as comedic as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, uh, fortunately. Right. It doesn't try. And what I what I mean by that isn't. Yeah, it wasn't trying to be. Like, yeah. it, it felt like more of a serious movie. Like, there are humor bits in it, but it didn't feel like that was. Uh, the dr- the main point, right? And it didn't feel like that's why Robin Williams was hired. Yeah. Well, so I watched a little interview with Paul Mazursky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know when it was from, but he died in 2014. So before uh, uh, that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's when Robin Williams died, isn't it? Didn't he die? In oh, maybe. Yeah. Um. So from that, I learned that he said he only had one, like, moment of tension. Well, okay, let me back up. <clears throat> he originally approached Dustin Hoffman, first choice, and he was, like, wishy-washy about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how Rob Williams came to his attention or why he thought of him, but he also talked to Bill Murray. Who he said, I knew he couldn't do it. He knew he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Dudley Moore. <laughs> oh my who said, God. I can't play Russian. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And then, then I think he approached Ron Williams, who was also kind of like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but Mazursky seemed very confident that Robbins could Rob Williams could pull it off. Yeah. Um, and then like after he was in talks with Williams, 
Dustin Hoffman's agent called him and he was like, oh, he wants to do it. And he was like, mm, too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he said, yeah, the only like moment of tension he had with Robin Williams was like when they were shooting like some of the family scenes and, you know, with him at home in Russia. Yeah. That he was doing like kind of sticky sl- yeah, yeah, things yeah. like. Yeah. He, I don't know. He made some gesture implying that like, you know, like in his yeah, yeah, interactions yeah. with his grandpa, who's already like yeah, a yeah, big yeah. kind of clowny that he was like. Yeah. Being. Yeah. And he's like, no, you got to Yeah. 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 And that they had a little back and forth about that, but he, you know, eventually saw, you know, clearly it's not like that. It's yeah, not that yeah, kind yeah, of performance. Yeah, yeah. So for him, pretty restrained, especially right, for this early like, in yeah. his career, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, and apparently, he fucking learned Russian. Just yeah, like, that was the thing. He learned <laughs> Russian and spoke it, like, almost fluently. Yeah. And he also learned the saxophone. Yeah, what a waste. Right. So, like, they said he spent, like, months learning it. And, like, the IMDb trivia was like, he spent a year, like, learning Russia. He was, like, prof- he was, like, I think after a few months, he had, like, he had, like, the dialogue down or something like that, but he kept learning for, like, a year until he was, like, basically pretty fluent and could carry on conversations in Russian. Um, and then it said that he, it didn't, I don't think it specifies how many months, but it said he spent several months learning the saxophone and his saxophone teacher or whatever said he had the proficiency of, of someone who had been doing it for two years, two years in two months or something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't think it specified how many months maybe it did. I don't know. Reportedly, Williams spent five hours a day learning Russian oh, and yeah, had yeah. learned to speak it well within a month. And by the time a principal photography was at a proficiency level where he could carry out conversations. Yeah. <coughs> That's pretty interesting, though. I always appreciate when that happens, you know, when someone like either... knows the language or learns how to speak it and then they like but they don't just like learn their lines you know yeah yeah they actually like learn at least enough to get by i'm like that's cool and i mean if i if i had that i wish i could spend fucking five hours a day on shawnee man right Ugh. be able to speak some of it by now <laughs> it's it's such a difficult complicated language so <clears throat> Uh, who's the writing partner? Mazursky wrote it with another guy. E, and they they interviewed a bunch of uh, Russian immigrants mm-hmm. around New York, I think. And then they went to Moscow for three weeks. Oh wow! Is it supposed to take place in? At- like in eighty four, or is it supposed to be like from a few years before? No, it's supposed to be contemporary. Okay, right? you know, like I wasn't quite sure because I, I was like, this looks both like it's set in the in like set in the seventies and the eighties, <laughs> right? So well, I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Hang on, what was I saying? Oh, I want to see the other writer. Sorry, Leon Capitanos. Uh, but yeah, they wanted to take their production designer with them mm-hmm. when uh, he was going to yeah go to Moscow with them. But they wouldn't, you know, when they try to make arrangements, travel arrangements, they were like, no, they don't want to let him in. And I guess because he was Chilean, oh wow, and thus anti-communist. <laughs> wow. Uh, but like. And then someone was like, oh, yeah, you got to do, here's a workaround you can do. Go into Vienna and then try to get in from there. He did that and he had to have photographs for like a passport or whatever done. Wow. And, you know, it was in the 80s, so it was yeah, all, yeah, yeah. Right. It had yeah. to be done in person and stuff. It was like he dropped his 
photos and paperwork off on a Monday, and they say come back on Friday. And he was he came back on Friday, and he was turned down. Wow. And, and he said like why, and they were like we don't really know. Um, but they gave him. This is what Mazursky says. It doesn't make any sense to me, but he's like, they gave him his materials back, like his photos and stuff, mm-hmm. but included were pictures of him in his 20s, and that was like a sign that they had just oh, right. gone it, through yeah. his history or whatever. Wow. <laughs> they gave him back the wrong file. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. That's wild. Um, so I appreciate the work they did to yeah. Yeah, try to make it, it authentic, you know? Yeah, it definitely didn't seem... What was interesting about it was that, I mean, it definitely does feel a little bit like it's a little bit jerk of America, you oh, know? Absolutely. But at the same time, I and I don't know that this was at all the intention, but there are aspects of it that I think are more critical than like when they're, when they're like, like even something, this sort of, uh, this tiny smidge of jaded or cynical. Right. I feel like still wouldn't be made. Correct. And post nine 11. But even like the, the scene where, um, uh, what's her face? Maria. Lucia. Lucia. Yeah, whatever. When she's like being sworn in as a citizen and mm-hmm. they all read. I'm like, this doesn't sound different than the way that Russia is being portrayed in this movie. So it was really interesting. Like how it's like, yeah, I will defend this country with my life. And right. like, I will give up everything. I renounce everything. And I'm like, whoa, why do we have to do that shit? Like, why is that? Like, it's it's like. Just somewhere you live. Like, what the fuck? It's so weird. I'm like, I Yeah, my favorite part is you're, you swear that you're, you swear off any allegiances to any other (laughs) nation state or whatever. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? I hereby declare an oath. I hereby declare an oath. That I absolutely and entirely renounce. All allegiance and fidelity fidelity to any foreign prince or potentate. Any foreign prince or potentate. And I do, you know, so like there's stuff like that where I'm like, I don't necessarily know that they, I think I felt like it was, it was probably meant to be like, this is what it's, you know, like these people love America and that's why they came here. And I'm like, I'm sure that's how it was intended, but how it comes across is like, we're not any better, <laughs> you know? And so it was like, stuff like that was interesting. I, like I said, I do feel like it was a little bit of like, mm, America. Absolutely. Especially, but, especially the way it ends. Yeah. 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 The sparkler. And Oh God, that was painful. I guess it's not the I ending. I loved the ending, fucking montage. Of. The credits. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. What? Why? Um, also, yeah, all I the jobs it. he had, I was like, we, really? We're doing this? Oh, I love that. I kind of hated it. I mean, not the jobs, but how he's like trying to sell everything, you know? And I'm like, I know that it's, I know that it's like, I don't know. It just felt like it was, it was like, those things are obvious scams and those things are like obvious. So it felt a little bit slimy to me where it's like, if you're like, of course you're going to take this shitty job. Of course you're going to try to like scam people if you're not from here any way to make a buck sort of thing. Mm. And like, I don't think that was its intention, but it did feel like it was not necessarily like, it felt like it was trying to make a joke out of like this. And I'm like, it's not really funny. Yeah. It feels like it verges into stereotypes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Almost. It, it definitely, very, no. very it, felt, it felt like it was, it felt like it verged into that yeah. with, while thinking it was not. Not, yeah, right. That's, totally. so that's what I, I was like. I hear that, yeah. Ugh. I also have a fountain pen with alarm clock built in. Check this out. You got your hand on the bucket and you're headed towards the well, boy. I also sell vitamins, sir. Look at this, true nature. It's a six pack of health. It's great for your sex life. Give you the dick of death. Huh? Hell, um, I, I think it resonates. Probably now, yeah. With you know, as we as 
I don't know if we're still using this term, gig culture. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, there's a great. I, uh, I'm sorry. Go on. No, I was just gonna say it. It. I think that's why I'm more critical of it now because, like, I know that those jobs take advantage of people. So it's like it. Right. It implied that like he's just a hard worker, and I'm like, no. It's just these people will hire anyone and they don't care about worker yeah, safety, yeah, yeah. you know? Right, right, right. And so, like, the joke, I think there was, like, less of an understanding of why those jobs are easier to get when you don't have a yeah. green card kind right, of Yeah, right, shit. right, right. That's all. Um, the the uh, exterior shots set in Moscow were done on a studio lot in Munich. Oh, wow. And the guy, Pato, the Chilean production assistant, I want to say Pato Guzman. Uh, yeah, Pato Guzman did all the set design there. Mm, nice. Um, I blinked. The fucking... Uh, line for uh, like just whatever, whatever, like, yeah, he kept being like, Is it for toilet paper? Yeah, he kept trying to get toilet paper. I really liked because, like, so the setup was just basically, I mean, this is like an actual thing that would happen where, like, there would like lines would stores didn't they didn't have stores in the way that we do, so when like goods would come in, people would just get in line, right. And get whatever that they were selling, no matter what it was, because it could be traded yep. or sold or whatever. Um, but like when he like when he's at the store, when he's like, I'll go to the store for you. And he goes to the store and he's like, where's the line for coffee? Yes. And they're like, no, it's just in this. And he's like, right. Where's the line for it? And they're like, no, no there is no line. And then he goes and there's so much coffee to choose from. And he passes out. <laughs> I love that. That was I was like this and, is so fucking relate. That was like probably my favorite scene in the whole movie yeah. because he had they take him to the fucking hospital. It was so good, and they're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine." <laughs> like it was just like he was like, "Coffee, coffee, 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 espresso, cappuccino, coffee, frosted, Sanka, vulgar, cafe, carib, coffee, coffee." Coffee, 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 coffee. And they're like, you hyperventilate. <laughs> You're hyperventilating. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate that that's like the one. I mean, you know, you get yeah. the Bloomingdale's. Right, 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 right. Scene, yeah. Uh, where it's a whole busload of folks. Yeah. You know, I, I do like how they're like the decadence. Yeah. I that was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that scene, I mean, you get some comments here and there, but yeah. like, like that's the kind of thing I was worried there would be more of like real slapsticky. Right, 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 right. I'm a stranger in a strange land. I don't right. know how things Ooh. work. I did kind of, un I understand. No, I did kind of appreciate the way Sorry. that they show Read. sort of like how they don't have access to things. They, and, and that's why these things are so fascinating to them. They're not just like stupid or, you know, it's just like, right. they're yes. not accustomed to this, but when they go into the store and there's just like piles of jeans and they're all just like grabbing them. Yeah. I was, and people are like, ugh, you know, these Russians or whatever. Yeah. I was like, no, I appreciate that because it's explaining why they do that. Yes. Like it's, and so that you're not just getting the perspective. Is it annoying Correct. for the person that has to clean up after them? Sure. But why are they doing that? Because they don't ever have access to right. something like this. So it's like, it puts it in a perspective of something that's like, yeah, that's there a is a reason that yeah. this is happening yeah, yeah. this way. Like you're it's right. not just happening because... They've, they're, you know, uncivilized yeah, and right. shit like that. It's because... And also, I like that you get that little moment when he's opening, unlocking the door, or about to unlock the door, when he's like, what was it? We had the Italians here. Man, I hope it ain't as bad as when we had them Chinese acrobats. Hell, them Italians come in here one time, stole half the store. They weren't Italians, they were Romanians. I thought they said they was from Rome. They're like, it's not just about 
that. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about, it's all foreigners are yeah, savages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. I just mean like yeah. Before I forget the mm-hmm. the uh, the street scenes set in Moscow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when he's lining up for shoes. Yeah. Or maybe it's not the shoe one. It's the one where you see, you know, whichever. The twelve. They're all the yeah, same. Yeah. It's all the same set. Yeah. Um, was built uh, for the Bergman film Serpent's Egg. Oh. Which I desperately want to rewatch. Never seen it. It's one of his later ones. It's got uh, David Carradine. Oh wow. I think is the lead. But it's, if I remember right, it's set in like 30s nice. Berlin. So like, Ooh, hot. right. So super sexy. Yeah. Love it. You love to see it. <laughs> uh, there are some uh, F words. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that. I mean, not, not fuck bombs, but. Uh, oh, yeah. Fe- slurs. F yeah. slurs. Yeah. Maybe just one, but uh, didn't need the Japanese tourists. <laughs> to make it, man, eighties love that you couldn't. Yeah, make they a like movie. they like you to, couldn't make an eighties comedy. What I, that that was my first the our first episode. Mm-hmm. I think I said that eighty the eighties had to make a reference to like had to make a pot shot at Asian people, even if it was subtle, even if it was very minimal. There's got to be a one Asian person or a group of Asian people that they're like, LOL, look at them. Yeah. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Well, specifically the Japanese tourist yeah, yeah, yeah. trope yeah, yeah. is yeah. boy. And the, as as we've come to learn, the Japanese gardener <laughs> is the second yeah. tier. But that's like Japanese American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese tourists is, you know, <sighs> people visiting from China. I'm glad we, yeah, I'm glad we did Gung Ho as early as we did. Yeah, same. <laughs> but uh oh and speaking of uh you remember the scene where it's it's Ivan and uh his lawyer Mhm. Oh, what's he called? Uh Orlando? Yes. Or in to, in a cab together? Yes. And the yeah. lawyer is oh, like, yeah. "Oh, what are you doing?" Yeah. And he complains about Korean taxi drivers? Oh, wow. That actor is Japanese American. Oh wow. And responds to him in Japanese. Oh. <laughs> and is like fucking foreigner. <laughs> oh my god. That's he hilarious. Calls him a, so I think that's, that's amazing. That was listed under both trivia and goofs. But uh, no, I think that's clearly intentional. Yeah. That has to be. If yeah, he yeah, responds yeah. in Japanese right. and calls yeah, yeah, him yeah. a foreigner. Right. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say that's a thing that I did appreciate and did not expect is like it it doesn't go hard, but it yeah. does sort of emphasize like everyone's an immigrant or like right, everyone yeah, yeah. in his world is an immigrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> um, I didn't need the, okay, when he's shopping for shoes and yeah. she's like. Your people were like, oh yeah, banging what? on drums or whatever, and my people were like painting the Michael. I was like, girl, yeah, you no know, girl, you a fauna. Lionel, I might remind you that while your ancestors were beating drums in Africa and chasing animals barefoot, my people were were, were giving the world a Michelangelo. We invented style. You ever been to Little Italy? All I see is plastic fruit and fat guys in tiny hats. And he, I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Absolutely not. The hell? Yeah. I did really like... I, what I liked about... Um, what I liked about the... Oh, God. Is his name Arnold? What's his name? The you, I think he said... The guy that he... Cleavon Derricks? His character? Yeah. Leon? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so bad with names. Oh, God. I'm so I bad with names. Leon. Leon. Lionel. Lionel. Okay. Everybody's in fucking... Oh, yeah, I said Ivan. His name's Vladimir Ivanov. Oh. Rob Williams. Yeah. Lucia. Lionel. The guy he's, he's in line who went to the mental hospital is Leonid 
Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So when so when Robin Williams is in uh Moscow, mm-hmm. he lives with his family and it's very much like you know, they're not like, you know, it's like a tiny apartment and they all live together and it's cramped and they don't really have a lot of space. Which from what I've heard it- it would have been like four families. Oh wow! Um, so, but when he comes to America and Lionel, right? Yeah. Okay. Lionel is like, you can stay with me, mm-hmm. and he goes and he stays with, with but and it's like they live in a tiny apartment as a yeah. whole family. But what I appreciated about it was that it did feel like it showed that. There is a difference. There's still a difference. Like right. one of them is like they can't do this, and the other one is that they, you know, it's easier to do this or whatever. Like, you know, they're like, in the sense of like, so in Russia, it's like there's not enough, uh, like supplies. There's not mm-hmm. enough, you know, space. There's not enough anything, and so they have to live in very small quarters. But in when like Lionel's family, they seem to genuinely enjoy each other and be oh. they're loving and you know, there's that scene where she's like, You go to the grocery store and stuff like that and he's like, I you know and they're arguing, but it's like it's showing that there's division of labor and there's access to things and it hmm. it felt like they're not saying that they're doing this because there is no other option for them. They're saying they're doing this because this is the best option for them. And it's not saying that it's not, um, like basically it's not the only option for them. It is probably the best option for them, but they're not forced into it in the same way that it is like in Russia, they can't, you know, seemingly be out of this position. Yeah. And here they're, like it's cheapest for them to be like, it's not, it's, you know, and it's not the same, like there are, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it's, it's, it just felt like it was like, it's not, they're not living there because they don't have enough to go around. They're doing that so that they can have enough to go around. You know what I mean? Like, I think so. You know, and, and again, not to imply that it's like a better circumstance, but they're showing that like, the same thing can be happening for different reasons, sort of, you know, like you're, yeah. you know, and right. that I feel like that's a, sort of what was happening a lot in the movie where it's like, you know, where he's like, oh, it's, you know, it's freedom, but, you know, people, you know, because he gets mugged in a scene and he freaks out really badly. And I'm like, I, I appreciated that scene in the sense that he's just like, I don't understand. He's like, you knew who the bad guys were. Oh, in Russia yeah. and right. stuff like that and it's like you know this is a goddamn insane country they were so young and their eyes were cold like animals in Russia I know who the enemy was here it's too confusing oh you are overreacting my friend I always heard the Russians overdid things is this liberty? if it is it's false liberty where the ports? where the hell do you want? the perfect place to live? it's not such a thing my friend said even if they catch them they go free they are juveniles they do get away with a lot of crap you know and in a sense you know he's like he misses like having an understanding of the way that things work and it's like he's like how is this freedom and he's like those they were just kids you know they're just yeah. doing something you know and it's showing you that it's like that is what freedom means it means that mm-hmm. you have the ability to make a choice to do something wrong you know, and it doesn't mean you're not going to yeah. get punished for it. Right. It just means that you're not going to get killed for it necessarily, right. you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know, like, mm. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, I felt like it was, you know, like I said, it was sort of like jerking off, you know, the US of A, but it also was saying like, there is, there is always going to be a trade off, you know, yes. you're not just going to be, you're not just going to be getting a per because he's like he's yeah there like, was more nuance and subtlety yeah. there than like, I expected he's like oh you want a perfect place to live he's like one doesn't exist yeah, you right. know and and that's I think that that's like something that shout out to the club kids in the background oh, of the scene that was the best that was the best part that and the coffee scene <laughs> were the best 
Uh, would you recommend? I would put it low on the, you know, like, yeah. uh, I don't have enough bad to say about it Correct. to say no. I think it is interesting because of, at the time, yeah. you would have been hard pressed to find any representation of what it's like inside the USSR. Yeah. Yes. I mean, clearly this is through the lens of an American. Yes. Yes. No, you know, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, but I do think they made the best efforts to research. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and get first-hand accounts. Like, when we watched it, I was like, oh, I bet this was based on a memoir. You know, yeah. someone's, you know, right. tale of immigration. It's not. Yeah. One. It's not based on one text, right? right. Like, but they did do do do, do diligence. <laughs> uh, and, you know, spoke to immigrants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and Mirzuski said, like, the thing that originally inspired the, you know, basic plot was his grandfather immigrated from Ukraine mm-hmm. in 1905 or whatever. Wow. And so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, you know, at this point, you know, I'll probably... We'll, I or we will probably end up being Rob Williams' completists as far as <laughs> seeing every film he's ever right, been in. Yeah, we're on track for that. I feel like yeah. in the next five years. But <laughs> so you know, uh, it's no Club Paradise, right? I was about to say, oh, Club Paradise. I'm like, we watched that one too, and I was like, right, you weren't listing Robin Williams' movies; you were listing Richard Dreyfuss' movies. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> um, and even Club Paradise. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really. The star of Club Paradise, I think we both agree, was Eugene's Levy's Eugene Eugene's Levy's Eugene's Levy's Eugene Levy's pepperoni pizza nipples. That's right. Just had some pepperoni. Uh, oh God, yeah, that they movie. They were so round and so brown. That movie's almost great. Yeah, I feel like almost. Oh God, that that movie was that movie was a lot of. Something. A lot of twists and turns. <laughs> that you did not see coming. That's uh, fair. So yeah, I, I will say that I yeah I definitely I I purposely had low expectations going in. Correct. I wanted to do that to my give myself yeah, that yeah, yeah. buffer and um, yeah it was not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Uh, far less Yakov Smirnov than I recalled. He's yeah. In, Exactly, two scenes. And I swear to God, he's in two. Yeah, I think so. I thought he was just in the one in the kitchen. Both are in the kitchen. One is like way shorter, and it may even be like a flashback. I don't know, but... Oh, I didn't... I, I don't think. I, I thought, could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. I swear to God, that shit was a fucking reshoot. Because yeah, he... His beard... And his hair were not the same. And I was like, oh, and I'm so good at seeing that shit. I am so good at seeing that shit. I'm like, was he thrown in? Because they were like, maybe. oh, fuck, we made this whole movie and we didn't even get yeah, off Smirnoff in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I do like them showing him doing all the, do- you know, jobs. Mm-hmm. The saxophone stuff was and jazz stuff was kind of rough. You know what I mean? Just because it wasn't convincing yeah. to me. I did like the part. I will say I did like the part where he was playing the saxophone with the guy that he admired a bunch. And at the end, he's like, he's ch- keeps trying to throw his saxophone yeah. away because he was like, he said I wasn't any good. And he was yeah. like, he just told you to keep practicing. Yeah. And he was like, oh, God, I'm the worst. I'm like, oh, fuck. So yeah, that was real. Cool. That was, that was yeah. the realest part about that. Um, And this is where I get... Uh, I. I call it the autism or what have you. Uh, I don't know how they would have been able to have jazz records. Or I didn't understand why we went to great lengths to, you know, show the shoes and they must be imported. You know, are they check all that stuff? Yeah. And then no comment on how he got records. Well, I thought at one point he said he visited there, like he played a show there like many years ago. 
Oh, that's true. When he's on stage, yeah. When they're playing together, yeah. He says, "I." So he says, I, know. I don't know, but yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's. I just wanted one line that was like, "Yeah, that's fair." My friend smuggled these in or something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because and they didn't go hard on this. Like the whole point. One of the points is that jazz was not a form that was supported by the right. Soviet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. System. <laughs> yeah. Too individualistic or whatever. Huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think th- this is something where, like, if uh, uh, to the rec- it, would you recommend yeah. sort of thing? Uh, I think I definitely would recommend it for one of uh, uh, Robin Williams' more serious roles. You know, yeah. if you're more interested in seeing a serious role. Um, but I mean, as far as film goes, it's pretty boring <laughs> yeah i think it was i think it was performed fine but i don't yeah. there's not much to it it's just like kind of a yeah, love letter really. sort of a love letter to america and i don't really need one yeah i didn't need that part of it um <laughs> yeah i feel like it kind of trails off in a way yeah right yeah. like i do like that he has that moment of crisis of like what the fuck am i why did i come here why yeah this, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know and they have that scene in the diner the way that resolves is too clean but you know, and the guy from Leningrad, yeah, he, with the insane ADR, yeah. Um, uh, but I will say, tons of Russian actors, yeah, Russian American actors, yeah. Okay, biggest complaint though, plot wise, his clown friend, who was oh the God. reason he defected, and then first of all, he's bragging. He runs out there to see. Yep. Oh my God! It what an so, asshole! Yeah, and that's supposed to be this intense. Emotional I didn't feel like he was bragging. I thought he well, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he was like, I did it. I did it. Like, and I, I thought almost like he was doing that to see if his. I don't know. I was like, and his friend didn't jump off the train, and he just watched him, and then he like writes him a letter later, and he's like, I'm yeah. I'm like what. I hated that. Yeah. That drove me crazy. Yeah, that was really... Yeah, it was really weird. And also, like, the fact that, like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. You. Uh, first of all, the sassy gay clerk. Oh, my God. Shout out. That person has, like, two acting credits. They are a hairstylist. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, were. He's dead. Mm-hmm. But he was a hairstylist. In on movies, yeah, okay, primarily, uh, he was great. Yes, the scene when I was like, "Oh, that I bet that person is a real Bloomingdale's employee." You were right. No, Paul Mazursky's wife. Paul Mazursky is seen on the beach complaining about when there's tanning. That couple, that's Paul Mazursky. <laughs> it when when Orlando comes out of the water, he just, and he just gives him money. Oh yeah, that's God. right. Yes. Oh yeah, and God. apparently that's hilarious. Yeah, he's he's got a crazy career or had a crazy career. Like he started working in the fifties. Yeah, he was on TV. He was one of the creators of the monkeys. Paul Mazursky. Yeah, one of the conceivers of the show. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, and he wrote in a bunch of. Like sixties on a bunch of sixties television, wow! And was in. He has more acting credits than directing. He's not like on screen a lot, but yeah. like wow. he's in so many things. Wow, that's insane! Yeah, no idea. Yeah, wow. Uh, this is what I get for not giving a shit about uh, directors. Yeah, who directed? I don't know. I usually only go hard when it's a movie. You know, when it's somebody you don't know. Yeah. And it's a movie that like this, like and right. like, I'm surprised. That, I don't remember reading any of this when we did uh, Down and Out Beverly Hills. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know, like one of the things he's in as an actor is scenes from the class struggle in Beverly Hills, which is I definitely want to watch because it seems like way actually more, you know, scathing satire. <laughs> Wait, he what? Scenes from a class struggle. Scene from the class struggle in Beverly Hills. 
That's a movie. What? Okay, sorry. Down and Out in Beverly Hills and Scenes from a Class Struggle in Beverly Hills. Those are two different things completely. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Sorry. I I thought you were referencing a specific scene from... I see. Yeah, because scene. Yes, yes. And so I was like, (laughs) what? And you're like, you know, I'm like, I... I, like you just said, yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay. So okay. And he had a, like he did uh before this. Oh, also in this, this is from the seventies. I didn't realize it was that old, but he's got a movie. It's called Harry and Tonto. Uh, but it's Art Carney. And I've seen this on TV, where he's just a lifelong New Yorker and his building gets condemned or whatever. Yeah. And so he decides to see the country with his cat. Tonto's the cat. So late in life, Art Carney going on a road trip with a cat. Wow. Um, and then one that's called like Bob and Carol and Greg and <laughs> which I think I've seen too. What? To Bob and Carol and Greg and <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. I don't bro. think you're exaggerating. It's just the way. Yeah. Uh, Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. When's that from? Sixty nine. Wow. It's got Robert Culp, mm. Natalie Wood, mm. Elliot Gould, Diane Cannon. Oh, wow. I think they're the titular characters. Anyway, uh, fucking... Oh, and I like that he said he really... I I think this was serious. He really wanted to do a sequel. Yeah, I read about that. (laughs) Where uh, Vladimir is now, like, successful. Successful businessman. Yeah. Exploiting immigrants. Exploiting immigrants. Yeah. 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 I I, I, in I read it was I read it was like it was like since his death and Robin Williams' death no it like no signs of a sequel and I'm yeah, like yeah I, I, I crazy thanks guys thanks for letting thanks for <laughs> thanks for the update Maria Cachita Alonso mm-hmm. despite right. her name right. not Italian I was gonna say yeah is she Italian because I th- I was convinced. I was like, I feel like she's not. Yeah. What is she? What is she? Uh, born in Cuba. Doing? Cuba. Uh, but escaped through the Castro. She's apparently pretty anti-Castro. Yeah. Uh, grew up in Venezuela. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know when she immigrated to the U.S., but. Uh, wow. Yeah, he said, uh, Mazursky said he wanted to cast an Italian, obviously, but uh, he was impressed. Which he just came liked her tits, yeah. <laughs> when he saw her with her top off. Yeah, yeah he was like, nipple, nipple Shut- town. <laughs> That's what Rob Williams said. <laughs> Shout out to Svetlana, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a sex scene. She's like, Calvin Klein, Jordash. Like yeah. That was a little much. I like, though, that he was like, he asked for Calvin Klein's and then he buys them for himself. Does he? Yeah, because he's trying them on. <laughs> and then he goes and he buys them. And he's wearing them later in the movie. Like, he's wearing them, like. Yeah. Uh, I do love, I unironically love his first outfit when he's like, I just bought my first pair of shoes. Oh, yeah, And then sure. I also like, they don't overplay, I feel like. I, again, it's like, it's a little surprising because Rob Williams and it's early in his career, so you expect it to be over the top, right? Yeah. But like his paranoia, yeah, I thought it was played pretty well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not it's over not the top. It's not really a joke. The gay, the gay guy following him was kind of funny. That was I love that one. Yeah. He's like, I like that it doesn't, I mean, it's, I can't imagine a gay man actually following someone, but like when he was like, New York KGB, CIA, it was like G-A-Y. Yeah. 
Okay. I called it too, by the way. You did? I did. What'd you say? I said ass everywhere. We can't go back to Moscow. No wonder we frown. Too bad. We got to consent to stay in this decadent town. Too bad. You can't go back to Moscow. Too piteous, too. Instead of writing symphonies to Russia, divine. At home, oh yes, you write them, you're sent off to a mine. We'll hear you at the Ritz bar singing Sweet Adeline. Too bad, bad, good to be To stay in this feathering town Aye, aye, aye Too bad They can't go back to Moscow To pity us too Instead of counting chickens on each farm everywhere In case a party member has a chicken to spare We'll see you counting chickens at the Folly Bergere Too bad But it's Art Cargy?